Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge, and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Community Church Podcast. If you find today's episode hopeful and helpful, then please follow or subscribe and then rate and review so that more people can find the conversation. In today's episode, I got to have a conversation with Dale and Erica. They've been coming to the Ridge for a couple years, and they share their faith story. Faith has always been an important part of Erica's story, but Dale wasn't always as convinced. They share what helped change his mind and some helpful things to think about if you're in the same position that they were in. This is my conversation with Dale and Erica. Hi, Dale and Erica. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Would you mind maybe sharing how long have you guys been coming to the Ridge? Uh, it could go one of two ways. Uh, <laughs> if I answer it, I would probably say not that long, but uh, Erica's always uh, on me and she's like, no, we've been coming for about two years. So uh, I think April was two years for us at the Ridge. Oh, no. And we've been um, coming to the reach since since then, like every single weekend. Yeah. So it just feels like it hasn't been very long, but it's actually been a bit. It, it has, you know, and it, we, we kind of look back at some of the events and we're like, wow, really? That was two years already? Like the first Winter, fe- uh, winter Wonder Fest we did, we kind of talked about that. It's like, wow, wait, two years. We've done it twice already. And, you know, we're about to do it for our third time. So it, it feels like it's not long. But then at the same time, when you look back at everything going on, it it is long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're both, did you help out with Winter Wonderfest? We did. We did. Our first year there, we, we volunteered for... Uh, well, popcorn and cotton candy, I think it was. And then my second year, um, I I co-led it with Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. So, and then this year, I'm I'm kind of taking a, a bigger leadership role into it too. So, yeah, three it's going to be three years for us. That's awesome. So, could <laughs> could you take me back to when you're first deciding, you're first hearing about the ridge? How did you find out about it? What made you decide to check it out? Um, so I, at that time, I was living around the Ridge area. So, um, and I saw them like starting with the Ridge, and I always had that like, oh, I want to check it out. Um, and then when we start dating, um, we we start to check it out a couple of churches. Um, and I think the reach was the one that both of us kind of felt comfortable in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, I mean, for me, it was, Hey, that's the old Walmart. I wonder what it kind of looks like inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, we've talked about uh, going to church and um, just throughout community hearing about the ridge through different friends that had friends that went mm-hmm. uh you know we heard i heard a lot about the music i think you mm-hmm. heard a lot about the music and um you know the sense of 
I, I don't want to say like laid back, but um, there wasn't a lot of pressure yeah. as far as going to a traditional church or something else. So, yeah, we went to um, one of the churches right down the road from us uh, once or twice. And then we checked out the ridge and yeah, the first time there we, we both liked it and never looked back and just kept going every week. Awesome. So what, uh, had you, did you guys both grow up going to church? Um, like at what point were you like, Oh, church is like actually an important part of what we want to do. Uh, well, a little bit about my in my background. So I was um, raised Catholic, um, um, confirmed, uh, baptized, confirmed. Uh, I was always part of like somehow um, a youth group in my church mm-hmm. with a lot of volunteers and activities. Um, uh, my family, my grandma, especially, she played a very important role in my faith. My parents, they were not really church people, but mm-hmm. my grandma, she took all of us with her every single Sunday. So I grew up Catholic. Um, um, and then at some point, um, some parts of my relationship with God was like really close and some parts of my life a little bit. Uh, far. Um, after I got divorced, um, I, I had that uh, relationship with the Catholic Church. I, I just wasn't feeling part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or not, I couldn't receive the communion. Um, and I, I want to establish that relationship with, with God again. Um, so, and then we check it out the reach. And um, I feel like I always had that relationship, but at some points were like far and some points were a really close relationship with God, but church definitely played a role in my life and in my decisions, everything I did throughout my life. How about you, Dale? Yeah. Yeah. And then for me, um, so, I mean, I, I was baptized Lutheran, but you know, we I never stepped a foot in church uh, mm-hmm. unless it was for a wedding. Um, and, you know, I, I was completely as far as from God as, you know, anybody, uh, you know, didn't, the mom mostly, she would put it in the sense of, hey, if you don't do this, God's going to punish you. So I was like, okay, this guy's like a punisher. He's just going to like, you know, come down on me for doing everything wrong. So right there, I got the sense of, hey, I have to be perfect to go to church. I have to be perfect to follow Jesus and do this, do that. So uh, it probably wasn't until my mid-30s, late 30s that, uh, I, I developed a curiosity of of church, um, of Jesus, and um, you know some of the saints. I guess is what piqued my curiosity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was doing my own little research, uh, looking up saints, uh, kind of looking at references in the Bible, um, like googling it really. Yeah. Uh, and then when I met Erica, I kind of told her where I was in my faith journey, and um, we 
decide, okay, let's go check out some churches. And uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable in the couple that we went to. I just, I, I didn't understand what was going on because uh, there were more traditional Catholic type services. I couldn't hear clearly what was happening. And we went to the ridge, uh, you know, right away the music kind of hit me, but then uh, we joined one of the uh, ridge groups right away, I think. Rooted. Uh, rooted. Yeah. And that really got, got me going, kind of got mine sparked a lot more. And um, so, yeah, that's where my faith journey really started was in Rooted. Hmm. I, I'm curious, when you first started to have like that curiosity, what was causing that? Was that like, talking to friends? Was that just like a seeing stuff on the internet? What was causing some of that curiosity for you? So uh, I, I served in the military. I did eight years in the army and I did a, um, a deployment in Iraq and uh, a deployment in Kuwait. And, you know, I, I had some close like instances where, um, you know, something would happen. And then, you know, later on talking in life with someone else, they'd be like, Oh, you have, you had an angel looking out for you, or you, you had somebody looking out for you. And um, I, I think one person brought up like the Holy spirit and uh, a few other things. And I didn't think much of it, but then I was kind of, kind of in a, a rough spot in my life. Um, you know, and I, I did a lot of uh, self uh, self healing, and during that time, that's where I think I saw a movie, and I was I was watching the movie, and it was about a baseball player, um, and it, his family was having a hard time. Uh, he was convicted of a crime he didn't do. And this guy came and, you know, just said, hey, you just got to believe. And a, a lot of stuff was happening in there. And at the end of the movie, I finally caught on that. Hey, this guy was like an angel. Mm -hmm. So that's what really kind of, you know, like the low point in my life. And then um, the the movie, I guess, started going from there. And then I started watching a couple other movies, not by um, – uh, not that I was intentionally looking for it, but I think um, like faith based. Yeah, it was faith based, and yeah. you know, I was talking to someone about a movie I saw. I, I can't remember if it was like the cabin or um, it was it the cabin. Um, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's completely a faith based movie," and I'm like, "What?" So I was like, "That's a faith based movie," and I rewatched it and I started getting it. I was like, "Ah." Oh. I'm like, okay, I I see it now, and uh, yeah, it just kind of started going from there, and uh, we we had some good conversations because during rooted, we would really talk about what we read, what we learned, uh, kind of go back and dive through the book again. So yeah, it was it, it was a lot in kind of one, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious. You're both having these conversations before you even go to our church. What were those conversations like? Erica, were you like, I really want to do this. I really want to go to church. Or was it just like, Hey, how do you feel about this? What did take me through that? Um, I, I don't think it was like even rooted. So I think our conversation was like, faith is very important to me. 
Um, you don't have to go right now if you don't feel like it. Um, and then he's like, no, I want to do rooted with you. I was like, I don't want you to feel pressure. Um, and I remember I was like, I think he's going, he's doing this. <laughs> it was like in the beginning, I think it was like for like three months or, or, or three something months like dating. dating. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope he's not doing this because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I hope at the same time I don't, I was like, I don't want him to do it just because, uh, but um, yeah, I think the conversation was just about like how faith is important to me and how I see God working in my life throughout my throughout my life, like yeah. um, teenager years and adult life and um, the things that I've seen and and I've noticed that God did in my life. So. Um, I think that was, and we were open and yeah. he even like mentioned a couple of things about like his faith and, in and how, um, how his disconnected, child, yeah, yeah. disconnected yeah. from faith and, um, you know, kind of like what, what I told you earlier about, um, you know, there, there wasn't like a, a faith of hope. It was like faith of like better do it right kind of yeah um, if you don't do it right you don't belong yeah kind of thing. and um yeah so yeah i was just very honest with each other during the dating stages of where we are and i was like you know i'm curious but you know i just you know i've never had the person to walk with me mm. to guide me to do any of that and uh, it, it took me outside of my comfort zone for sure. But then, um, you know, hearing, I, I think it was Mark speak the first time, um, you know, I was just kind of taken away by the connection of, uh, you know, the reality, you know, it's like no one's perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You know, it's almost as if, you know, it's, it's made for the imperfect and, um, during Rooted, I actually met one of my good friends now during Rooted. So that's uh, helped me along in the, the journey as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it was kind of a slow process. But then um, the pieces just started falling in place. And, you know, next thing you know, it's like we're volunteering and getting picked to do stuff uh, out of the church. And <laughs> so, so, yeah something <laughs> yeah so you mentioned you both had a lot of conversations during rooted what what was it about rooted and those types and those conversations that was so helpful so you know there there's still a couple things like i struggle with you know with the bible and it's the whole um uh what the, the Holy Spirit, Father, the Father, Son, Son Holy Spirit. And, yeah. Uh, we we're talking about, uh, like, I would read something in Rooted where, uh, like, Jesus was asking his father, like, not to, uh, it, I don't know the exact paraphrase here, but uh, asking him to, you know, not go to the cross, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forgive them. Yeah, they, they don't know what to do. And I said, well, 
I was like, wait, if he's, if Jesus was God, why is he asking? You know, I'm like, it just does not make sense to me. And um, so we spent a lot of time talking about things that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, And uh, the way I would interpret, interpret something, uh, Erica would interpret somewhere else or some, somehow, kind of make it connect for me in a different experience. Mm-hmm. So it, it really helped. And um, the further we went along and rooted, the more conversations we had and the deeper the conversations were, I noticed too. So, mm-hmm. Erica, I'm curious, as you're having yeah. those conversations with Dale, I'm sure, like you mentioned, you're trying not to pressure him, right? Uh, how are you walking that line of like, I want to help walk him through this, but I don't want him to feel as though I'm forcing him or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that conversation in particular, I remember us talking about the, the father, son, and Holy spirit. And through my faith journey, it took me a long time to Click one thing here, one thing there. It it, it never came like all, all together at the same time. So I think in our conversation, like just being patient because things are going to click here, click there. It's not going to be something like, okay, this is what it is. You learn and that's it. Yeah, it wasn't like accepted. That, that's how it is. And yeah, yeah it was... it's more like you're going to. Like for one of the nights we had um, a movie, uh, no, no, uh, music, music night at the Ridge. It was like two different churches, Evolve Church and the Ridge community together for a music. And then it was very powerful. And and then I remember mentioning to him, like, this is what the Holy Spirit is, like mm-hmm. how you feel like when you are, it's, it's like more like a feeling. So, and then we will have conversations throughout things that we experience together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not like, oh, this is Father, this is a Son, this is the Holy Spirit, because it, it can be overwhelming, kind of. Um, so, just take it uh, where he's at. And, and I think for me, of course, I want him to through faith me, because that's very important. But and this time I saw him being curious and learning and growing and and that was that was very and it's still very beautiful to see and in myself too learning with you um yeah mm-hmm. learning with each mm-hmm. other I guess yeah how valuable I think the key there oh, patience oh sorry I I just think the key there like is patience and um not not pointing anything out to be right or wrong more of like a conversation without um or like out of curiosity yeah. and answering questions without like this is the right answer or because that because that could be off-putting mm-hmm. you know where it's like well hey this, this is this and i'm like well here's how i'm seeing it and um but as my time's gone, definitely like connected those things. So yeah, um, yeah. Sounds like you had the freedom to kind of go at your own pace and like 
you know, the resources there of having those conversations and those are helpful, but also without feeling as though if you didn't accept them right away or didn't believe them in that moment that you had somehow done something wrong or things of that nature. Does that sound? Yeah. Everybody at church, because I I even asked, um, you know, like Pastor Tyler, the same question kind of, I'm just like, I'm not getting it. And, uh, you know, the leaders at, at group two, and, um, like I never felt like my, my, my thoughts were invalid or anything like that. It was, Hey, here's, here's how I see it. And, you know, each person saw it differently too, but they made their connection which made me feel more positive and like, okay, well, I'll come back next week and see, I'll come back next week. And uh, it's funny because like throughout the messages, you'll like connect something in one message and then maybe, you know, a a series later, you'll get another piece of it. And it's like, Oh wait, those two kind of connect. And so it's, yeah. I mean, I, I think doing it at my own pace and, um, not feeling judged because of my way of thinking is really powerful. I mean, it's, it's kept me there. So, yeah. Has, was there like a moment where you're like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm in, so to speak. Yeah. I think with, uh, winter wonder fest, um, you know, we, we did winter wonder fest and, uh, along with the music night, but I, I kind of feel like uh, seeing the experience of the kids, the parents and everything like that, uh, that was like the Holy Spirit connection for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of gave me the goosebumps, you know, like, wow, yeah. this is kind of kind of something. And um, when we we were approached to do like a compassion module and I was like, really me? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't, see, I, I don't think these people know me that well. And, and you know, like, surprisingly, like, we did one module. I think we did another one. Then I did a third one or I second. Yeah. And, um, you know, just kind of like kept going and having people like say stuff to me, like, Hey, I see this in you. I see, you know, the, like this. And I, w- I viewed it as like, okay, yeah, I have that leadership or I have this, but you know, where, where does the faith come into it? Mm-hmm. And to have someone show me how faith came into it was, it, it kind of like blew my mind a little bit. Cause I was like, it's like, really? And uh, I'm getting told by multiple people to try like rich kids, you know, I'm like, I don't know. And, <laughs> uh, but it, it's, it's powerful to see what other people see in you that you don't see in yourself. Mm. And I think that's like that moment where I'm like, okay, I'm like, wait a second. Um, the messages from, from the pastor, the, the being able to connect to them and do all this stuff that I, I think that's where I was like, okay, yeah. Like, I, we started doing church without even thinking about it. It's like, okay, hey, you know, before I would have to be like, ah, I got to get up, go to church. And now it's like, hey, guys, come on, we got we, we to gotta go. We're going to be late. Like, I'm always the one like, hey, we have to hurry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. 
How about you, Erica? Well, um, this year it's been um, a good year, but a very challenging year for me. Um, so um, I lost a brother. Uh, my brother passed away um, in March. Um, he was 34 years old with a wife and two kids. Um, he had a pancreatic cancer. And it was it was just devastating for our family. It was just yeah. one year that things really flipped. Um, so I I I'm from Brazil originally. So I went to Brazil to stay with him um, the last month of, of life, um, without knowing I was going to stay there for for that period of time. So I went there for a couple of days, um, and then they was here. Um, uh, by himself with the girls. Um, and I ended up having to stay a little bit longer, um, or feeling like I should stay there longer. Um, so all those challenges, right. In my life this year, uh, when I came back, uh, we were in a group, um, with Tyler, Andrea, and another couple that are part of the parenting group, um, and I was like, I, I'm really thinking about getting baptized because I feel like even though all the challenges in my life, I want to give in my all to God and I trust him and it's been a challenge. I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard. Um, it was devastating to see my brother go through um, all the suffering, a month in bed. Um, but I trust that God had a plan. And um, I was like, I'm thinking about getting baptized. And Tyler was like, if you're thinking about it, you probably already have the answer. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then that um, that week, I just uh, really decided um, I want to get baptized and and really give my life to God and uh, with all the challenges and um, highs and lows. So mm -hmm. that that was my, like, yeah, I'm in, really. Mm -hmm. um, what was that experience like? Did you, so did you okay. get, when did you get baptized? Did you get baptized? Um, yes. Yes, I did. I got baptized this year in April. It was like a month after I came back from Brazil. Yeah. What was that experience like? Um, it was awesome. It was, it was great. Um, it was great to feel I, um, God has my back and it was great to, it was like, just a weight left out of my shoulders. Like I don't need to carry all by myself. You know, I have, I have a father that is caring with me. So it was, it was, it was a great, great experience. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I'm curious. So Dale, you're, you're watching this, you're seeing like Erica's, I mean, firsthand journey of experiencing loss and just like hardship and then the faithfulness amidst that and deciding to get baptized. How are you processing that from the outside looking in? Um, you know, during the process, it, it was hard. It was kind of like, you know, you, you want to question why, 
Yeah. You know, you want to you want to kind of get angry and, you know, say it's not fair and all this stuff. And um, I think her brother said something that kind of stuck with me um, where he said, um, like, like, he's ready. He's, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, we were, were talking and I was like, are you questioning? Are you, how, how are you taking it? And he's like, I, I don't have to question. I just have to accept. Yeah, that, that was like really powerful. Like, don't question it, just accept it. And then um, he believed he was at, I mean, he was at peace with it. He, you know, it, it wasn't from the description and kind of seeing him in bed a couple of times. Um, it was very sad. I mean, still very sad, but that that's like really kind of stuck with me. And then Erica's decision when she came back, uh, cause there wasn't a whole lot of time to like sign up for the baptism. Cause yeah. it was like, it's coming up and Erica's like, Oh, well, it's probably too late. And, uh, Andrea and uh, Pastor Tyler, like, you know, it's never too late, you know, yeah. we'll get, we'll get you in there. And um, so for me to see her just lose her brother and uh, process it and kind of take it the way she did and, you know, extend out a hand. Yeah. I don't know. It was just kind of like, I mean, it brought me the tears for sure. Um, I, I'm not one to show emotions all that much, but definitely, you know, had a, uh, something in my kind of choking up during the, the <laughs> yeah. process and, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's in there and, you know, we talked a little bit about me getting baptized. Um, and, uh, you know, I think I still got some, some things to kind of go from there, but, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's I, I can't really put words with it. It's just a experience again that the Holy Spirit brings down on you. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for sharing that. I, I I'm curious as as people are maybe they're hearing your story. What do you feel like people could learn from your story about taking the time and inviting others, investing in the lives of others, and. Uh, yeah, what do you think that they could take from that story? Holistically, your guys' story holistically. I think from my my side of the story is you know, you don't have to be perfect. You you uh can definitely make mistakes. You don't have to have it all together. Um you just need to to make that first step and, you know, go Go experience is what I would say. And, you know, it could be any church. It doesn't have to be one church. It, it just has to be a place where you feel comfortable in. And then, um, you know, be patient with yourself because you're not going to get it. Um, you know, like trying to read a Bible. I, I was so lost. I'm still kind of lost <laughs> with, you know, trying to find a page or something, even with the app, they're like, okay, go here. I'm like, how do I get here quick? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, just having that patience with yourself. And uh, when you find the right church, the right people, they're going to have the same patience to match you. And yeah. uh, um, don't pressure anybody either. Uh, we had neighbors of ours go to start coming to the Ridge. Um, and we, we didn't, our first connection was probably like a year ago. And we didn't put anything on them. We, we didn't like, hey, we're going to like pray before we eat our barbecue and this and that. Um, but they, they knew we were going to church. They would see our post on, on you know social media. They would hear us talk to other friends that went to our church as well. And, you know, eventually it, it just kind of came around to like, hey, you know, one of our girls is thinking about getting and baptized and we you know we'd like to check out your church so then you know we extended our branch to them and said yeah we'll meet you there and we'll kind of like show you around and stuff like that so i i think you know when you try to influence others in a positive way uh being patient with them and just realizing it's not going to you know happen overnight too so i think patience is the key for me mm-hmm. Yeah, with me in that story, it kind of shows me how God moves in different ways. When when she reached out um, and asking, like, hey, my daughter is really wrestling with this. She's very concerned. She's not baptized. And I was like, God use whoever he wants to use. And, mm-hmm. and in this case, for this family was a, a child um, coming and asking parents to go. And I, I can really identify with that because in my house, as my parents, they, they never went to church until later on in life. Um, when I was like almost begging them to go to a (laughs) retreat, a couple's retreat. And they will always say, yeah, we're going and they never, they want to make it. But then one day I was like, okay, this is this is important to me. I really, and they they finally went, and um, from that day on, they were like really active in church. So it's just like how God used different ways. Sometimes a kid, sometimes a neighbor, sometimes a parent, and uh, but God can move in different ways. Mm-hmm. So I think um, part of inviting people to. Uh, through my story, I feel like true service. Um, so I feel like I'm really here to serve other people. I serve people at work. I serve my neighbors as they need it. Um, I serve my friends if they need it. Some, some people might don't understand. And I've heard so many comments, how you would stop everything you are doing to go help someone. And it's just, it's, I, I don't know the answer. It's just like, I like to do it. It makes me happy doing it. Um, and I just don't feel like, um, I see all of us as like one whole. And as a community, I can't just pretend my neighbor is not in need or, um, it's just, I think true service. I think people see, um, how you serve other people and they, get curious about it. Why do you think your neighbors felt safe to ask you guys about coming to church or about faith in general? 
I, I have a theory. So a year ago, we had a movie night here at home. And I, I mentioned to Dale that he got connected with the, um, uh, my neighbor's husband uh, because he was curious about his life. And he was just curious, where are you from? And uh, what is your like family um, dynamic? And really got him like, oh, wow, are you really curious about myself, you know? So I yeah. think that was a point of connection um, that made them feel comfortable to approach us. Why sometimes like with the conversation, like just walking the dogs from Barwadi, they stop by and have a conversation with us. I think those little um um, conversation and, and just make them. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of times too, we would see them early Sunday morning as we're all heading to church, like us, the kids. And then, um, you know, that routine that, you know, Hey, oh, it's Sunday. Where are they? Oh, they're going to church. Oh, Hey, it's Sunday. They're going to church again. And, yeah. um, I think your actions definitely help people feel comfortable and get in the know somebody too. Um, here, here in in the United States, for sure, uh, a lot of people like to identify themselves by like what they do. So, hey, what do you do for work? What, what's this? What's that? And um, something from the Brazilian culture is uh, there's friends that you know we've never asked. Hey, what do you do for a living? I mean, it's been like three years and I don't know what some of these people do for a living because that's not the focal point. The focal is like, who are you and, mm. um, you know, like what hobbies are you into? You know, what do you like doing and stuff like that? And that's the approach I took with Juan, our neighbor, because it was like, hey, you know, where are you from? Did you go up around here? And, oh, you grew up on the south side. So did I. I grew up on the south side. And. Um, yeah, I, th I think it's more meaningful conversation, but then the, the routine of us practicing kind of what, what we're, we're not so loudly preaching, I guess, but just, they, they know where we're going every Sunday morning because hey, where are you guys off to church? Okay. It, I think that helps too, to mm -hmm. be like, Hey, I can trust, trust these guys because they're doing what it is that, you know, we see them doing on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love the heartbeat of the, like the two competing sides, right? There's like this, uh, there's this sir, I'm going to serve them well. And I also want to get to know them well. And that's a really cool picture of, of just, I think being present in people's lives and actually caring. Uh, Cause I think that that's, that can be a very novel thing for people that aren't used to experiencing that from, from other people. So thank you both. Thanks for, mm -hmm. thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for sharing your, your stories and, and thanks for, uh, thanks for being curious. Thanks for investing. Thanks for, uh, being a part of what we're doing. Yeah, no, thank you thank for having you. us. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that was my conversation with Dale and Erica. And I want to thank them again for sharing their experience. There are a few things that I just love about their story. You know, one is the patience to be present but not pressuring, and the impact that genuine interest can have in someone's life. You never know how that will make an impact. Now, if you want to learn how you can invest in the lives of others 
or you're interested in checking out Rooted or getting baptized, look at our resources page in the show notes. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Podcast. Make sure to follow and subscribe so you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations.